Cheers. Cheers. Welcome to the Playdate Podcast. That was so hot. I didn't have to drink it, so... Okay, we're fine. We're drinking some stuff. Yes. What are you drinking? Oh, right now I'm drinking... Yeah, we're doing it right now. I'm drinking carbonated coffee. And I am drinking... Infamous... No. <laughs> it's infamous for the Playdate. It's true. I feel like we're so eager to talk because we haven't like done this in a little bit. We're excited. In a week, but I'm so it's so bitter this coffee that I made. <laughs> you should put some maple syrup in it. Yeah, it's pretty intense right now. And I am drinking green tea with honey. Mm-hmm. What's our intro? The podcast where I know we gotta do it. Oh, I, I started it. Mm-hmm. Here, you do the second part. This is yours. Thanks. This is mine. I started. Now you do the second part. The podcast where each episode we discover a new song made and sent in by a complete stranger. I'm Slow Magic. I'm an anonymous masked electronic musician. And I'm Dream Angel, creative director, and I make pretty things. Welcome to the episode. Episode number four. So this, like we said, is our episode, and like we also said, I'm drinking carbonated coffee. And I'm drinking green tea with honey. It's a little too bitter. I need to add some more carbonated water. Yeah. But, like, I don't know if anyone out there has tried carbonated coffee yet. Like, I just do one part carbonated water, one part, like, cold brew or coffee. No ice? Usually we don't have ice, so, I mean, you could do ice or not. Let us know. I feel what like you this think. is going really fuzzy. I like I thought how, it was gonna overflow. I like how fuzzy it is. It's kinda like a root beer. This week's intro song remix is a beautiful piano rendition by Neat. This was such a pretty, pretty piano piece. And I love what he did. I know that Neat is like super good piano player as well as like a great electronic producer. Definitely check his stuff out. We'll have links in the notes. But we talked to him about a couple of questions. And why don't we let him take it away? Hey, what's going on, Playmakers? It's your boy, Nito. Coming at you today, Playdate Podcast, Slow Magic, and Dream Angel. Thanks for having me on board. They asked me a couple questions. I'm about to answer them. Starting with, what's something I've been into lately? That would have to be Pokemon Sword. Pokemon Sword, almost done my Pokedex. I'm excited for the expansion. Pokemon Home just came out. Crazy stuff going on there. So that's something that I've been into lately. Just saying. Second off, <laughs> what's the song you think everyone should go listen to? Well, let me tell you, Dad's Computer, Cute Cute, on SoundCloud, Spotify, all that good stuff. Dad's Computer, one of my favorite artists right now. Actually, I would argue that he is my favorite producer right now at this moment. Please check him out. Dad's computer, cute, cute. And that's it. (laughs) Thanks once again for having me on board. 
Playday Podcast. It's your boy, Nito. Enjoy the rest of the podcast. See ya. Thanks so much for being on. Um, also, if you want to look up Neat's stuff, it's spelled N-E-E-T. He uses like some interesting E's. I don't know how to say that on I don't either. audio. <laughs> but yeah, he also did a remix of Wildfire that like won the contest. It was by far the best. So he's sick. Thanks for being on here. Yeah, thank you so much. So we have decided on a name for our listeners, and it was sent in to us by Brew Ha 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 Ha. Thanks so much. So let's say it on three. You guys are the one, two, three play, play pals. pals. I, I forgot what it was for a sec. It's great. I think it's perfect. It explains what y'all all are. Yeah. It's exciting. Yeah, so thank you for sending that in. I like that it was created not by me, and because I would have definitely gone with the players. Yeah, it's good. I think now that we have a name, we can take action. True. What? Which sort of action? Which sort of action? The action would be listening to new music and spreading it like crazy. Because that is what our podcast is. And that's what you guys are for. Awesome. Play pals. <laughs> so yeah, we actually just got back from playing a show it was a couple days ago but we're like I feel like I'm exhausted from it me too (laughs) we uh so we have our notes here in front of us I feel like we're both just like chilling right now yeah it's a stressful time in the world so we're just trying to take it easy that's true we've been prepping for uh being stuck in our house and stuff potentially I mean not like crazily we're just been like yeah the coronavirus is a thing and we're just Make sure we're ready and not going to spread it to other people. Yeah, that's important. How do you guys all feel out there? Are you nervous like we are? I mean, we're not overly nervous. We're just like want to be prepared. Yeah, we're not trying to panic, but we're also trying to be aware. It's kind of a hard balance these days. Because like, can we be real with you? Like if something were to happen and we were quarantined before this, I don't think we would have had anything in our apartment. Like we would have run out of food first. Yeah, we don't stock up on food at all. <laughs> like, we had nothing. Like, I don't know. So, beyond just the, like, possibility of something happening now, I feel like we're prepared for just any, like, a power outage or anything, so. But, yeah, we, we've also read some things that put it into perspective that don't make it as scary. So, I mean, I think it's all about being aware but not freaking out. Yeah, can I tell you some positives that yeah. I found? Okay, some positives of this that I have found are... Well, one, we've been more prepared and knowing how to be prepared. Two, I'm learning all about, like, how to prevent things from spreading. Like, I actually had the swine flu. Mm. And I feel like the year after that, I definitely caught the flu again. Not the swine flu, but the flu. And if I just know not to touch your face or wash your hands. No, I feel like I'm pretty good at washing my hands, but I touch my face all the time. And I lived in... Same here. Yeah. Maybe I wasn't sleeping, but... You lived in New York. I lived in New York City, and that's just like a... A lot of people there. Yeah. So I feel like it's good to know that sort of thing. Another positive thing is that I think it's probably going to encourage people to smoke less or not smoke at all. True. Because smokers are more at risk. And my third thing is that the world's carbon footprint has gotten smaller because of just like traveling less and making less things and people are just inside their houses so I guess that's good yeah it's a bright side kind of a dark bright side but 
but also just like drinking less, eating less sugar. These are things that can help your immune system immediately. Like that's a positive if people are doing that. All I feel like I really want to say about it is that we should all just do our parts to not spread anything and realize that not only are we protecting ourselves, we're protecting others by doing things like washing your hands and not touching your face. True. Like stay safe, be aware, cautious, but don't panic. Just just be prepared. Which yeah. It's like something that I feel like is kind of anxiety provoking, but it's honestly true if you really think about it. Being prepared is just so like, just, you know, have some yeah. dry food and stuff. Worst case, you'll have extra food to eat and you know, gloves that you might use. But yeah, so. Yeah. Um, so welcome to the podcast. We <laughs> we listen to your songs. And if you want to submit your song, we will listen to it. And to submit, you go to slowmagic.cool slash podcast. Is that a weird transition? There's no other way to transition. Okay, okay, okay. I mean, I don't know how. But yeah, so we just did drive to Colorado and we drove... For a long time and we listened to all those songs that we had left to listen to but we want more we want everyone listening to send a song send your grandma's song yeah. go start a band whatever you want to do just send us your song and we're really excited to listen to them it's been so much fun it has been so much fun there's like so many things to listen to in there like so many different genres which we're so super excited about it's not just electronic and whenever we get a different genre we're like super excited by it but also by electronic, too. It's all exciting. It's honestly all very exciting. Yeah, obviously we like electronic music, but it's fun to hear everything. You can be a band, you can be... And I also want to say, like, it can be self-released or independently released song. We're just looking for stuff that's not out on a label or something that'll get our podcast, like, taken off the internet. True. If, if like, the robots hear it. Honestly, I feel like this is, like, kind of a dumb statement but i'm always surprised when people send us a song that isn't electronic music why i don't know i just assume everybody we know makes electronic music so when you hear another type of music it's very exciting yeah well we opened it up for all genres and all people that like my music or us don't have to be electronic i know fans, i just but yeah <laughs> i just assume which is wrong. that's true i guess we're really used to the world of electronics like video games Electronic video games. Yeah, like TVs. EDM. TVs. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, how are you doing this week besides all the things we already talked about? I'm doing well. I'm a little exhausted, like we talked about. But other than that, I'm doing... Well, it's kind of hard to get back on track after you come back from a trip or something. Like, I feel like I have no idea what I'm supposed to do or, like, how to be a human. True. We We drove a lot and then... Had like some catch up time, and now it's the weekend again, and we're also moving soon. Yeah, and that's very overwhelming. There's a lot to do when you're moving, and we're still a couple months out, but I feel like we're trying to get ahead of it. And we're like a month and a half out. Oh, it's coming soon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm doing like the same. I feel you're like we same. did a lot the past few days. True, and even when we got back, we went through a whole box of cables. Yeah, we did yesterday. We Which went through so crazy. many cables. <laughs> what would you say was the most common cable that you had? USB. I think you had like a ton of audio cables, like aux cables. Oh, like headphones? Yeah. And audio cables. <laughs> I feel like um, if you're a producer out there, you know what it's like to have like a, or any musician, just like a random 
Tupperware full of unless you're tangled, organized <laughs> tangled cables. I mean, I think that a majority of the listeners probably at least had a bunch of tangled cables at one point. It's like anxiety. And, oh, and if you throw drumsticks into the box with cables, it's just a disaster. So if you play drums and you also have a box full of cables, don't put your drumsticks into that box of cables because it's kind of like a disaster. But if you if you don't have that problem, please let me know. <laughs> yeah, how you how deal to, with how it. How to deal with it. But it's been good, and I'm I'm stoked for this week, which I guess this is coming out on Monday. So I'm stoked to see what this week has in store. Me too. But now I think it's a good time where we plug something. Okay, like, do you need me to plug your phone in to charge over here? No, but... Oh, you mean like a plug, like yeah. a personal advertisement? Yes. Nice. Um, well, I have something. This month, on the 21st, I'm playing a show in San Francisco, California, with San Holo and Manila Killa at Bill Graham's Civic Auditorium. Is that the name of the venue? Bill Graham's is the place. You know what's up if you live in SF. Bill Graham. But yeah, it's going to be awesome. I'm so stoked. Been working on new stuff. Working on new songs for that. And a little bit of other things that you might see pretty soon if you keep your eyes peeled. I don't like that expression. I think it's creepy. It reminds me of like Halloween grapes. grapes. Yeah. We're talking about the same thing. Like peeled grapes on Halloween. They're supposed to be eyeballs. I've never even seen those. I've never seen those IRL. I've seen pictures too, but that's about <laughs> it. <laughs> but yeah, please go to the show if you live anywhere near there. Because yeah, it's going to be such a fun lineup with those two and I. And actually, Rome Silver is playing too. Those two and me. And me. And also Rome and Silver. Not Rome Silver. I knew I had something off there and two things. But yeah, so it's going to be sick. Please buy tickets now. Now. And the link is on your website. Yep, link on website. Cool. <laughs> it's on every website. So I I feel like I haven't been learning enough recently. Like I just haven't been like reading or... Do you have anything that you could teach me? I do have things I can teach you. I've got four things. Like a fun fact? Yes, just like a fun fact. Nice. <laughs> do you know what time it is? Fun fact time. <laughs> yes. So, welcome to Mario's Fun Fact Corner, where each week I deliver you fun facts that I found on the internet. Nice. That sounded so friendly, didn't it? Yeah. Let us start off with our first fact, and three out of my four facts this week are computer game, computer game? (laughs) Video game related. Computer games. I just read the word computers, but no, there are... I like that because that's what... Um, yeah. That's what Message to Bears called video games last week. It's what we now call video games on our podcast. Awesome. So, the first one is that Nintendo has been around for a long time, like even before computers, which is why I said the word computer games. They were founded in 1889 as a playing card company, and still to this day... They manufacture playing cards and even have a bridge tournament called the Nintendo Cup. Did you, would you be surprised if I knew that? No. <laughs> In fact, I assumed you did. Awesome. Why do I, why'd you pull out your phone? I'm looking up a fact that I think would be cool. Well, you can, you can wait till the end of my. I'm listening. You're not listening. He's not listening. He's on his phone. Put your What's phone down. What's the next one? Okay. This one, you might know as well. This one is about PlayStation 1. Ooh, PS1. Yes. 
So two PlayStation 1 games, FIFA 2001 and Gran Turismo 2, had scratch and sniff discs. FIFA 2001 smelled like a soccer field, while Gran Turismo, Turismo smelled like car tires. So they were encouraging you to scratch the CDs, the bottom or the top? Oh, I don't know. I didn't even... I feel like... I bet it was the top. I'm, I'm going to assume safely it was the top. But I feel like scratching and CDs don't go together. <laughs> right? And then when I Googled it just to make sure it checked out, like a bunch of people were like, hey, remember when you could like scratch the whatever? That's funny because I mentioned the PlayStation discs the other episode in the black mm-hmm. Oh yeah, last true. week. <laughs> true, true. Now you're bringing facts. My last video game related fact is that this one's about the original Xbox. Sick. Apparently on the original Xbox, did you have an original Xbox? No, but my friend did. There were like super creepy sounds that just would play on like the main screen or something. Like the main menu? Yeah. So if you just like left your Xbox Mm. on, you'd get these really creepy sounds. Like scary sounds? Yeah, people were like online, I was reading that. It was like communicate. It sounded like people like communicating with the dead or something like super weird. And so wait, I want to play that right now. Here it is. Wow, that sounds straight up cursed. Yeah. So that was actually not just some random glitch generated. I don't know. It was a modified recording of Apollo mission conversations, which are publicly available to anybody. Who wants to listen to them? Well, they sound like really like. Yeah, I don't know why. Like, (laughs) yeah, that's crazy. They're just like I guess would just scare people so much. I was scared just like even the ominous just like droning sound, which is cool. Like if you're like creepy up at night playing some Halo and then you turn off your Xbox, turn it back on. I would be freaked. I'd be freaked out. I'm glad I was a Nintendo and Sony family. Until you got your Xbox. Were you an Xbox? Oh, I did have an Xbox 360 at one point. I mean, they had some good games like Skate, Left 4 Dead, Grand Theft Auto. I don't remember. <laughs> it yeah, was I a don't good really system. know anything about. You never talk about that in any of your childhood memories now that I think about it. That was later. That was kind of like, I guess I have to get an Xbox. Yeah, I guess you have to get an Xbox. I have friends playing it. But this brings us to our last fact, which is not related to video games or what we were just about talking the about. Dreamcast now? No. No. <laughs> but actually, I do have a Dreamcast one saved up in my memory. That what? was the first gaming system that could, like, had the capabilities, and I'm not sure if it actually was because I got kind of bored reading about it, that you could play online games. Totally. I, is that something that did happen? I don't even yes. know. Yes. Oh, cool. I mean, Dreamcast is near and dear to me. We actually have a pink Hello, <laughs> Hello Kitty, Kitty Dreamcast. It's amazing, but yeah, I had the first like online games. I mean, I'm not sure. Someone out there might tell us we're wrong, but yeah, it was really early on the online gaming with like Fantasy Star Online. Sure. And we even <laughs> have like a Hello Kitty internet disc that came with ours. Oh, weird. You're right. Okay, so this brings us to our last fact, and that is about social media. A study has revealed that children who spend more time online social networks feel less happy in almost all aspects of their lives. So economists have found that spending just one hour a day on social networks reduces the probability of a child being completely happy with his or her life overall by around 14%. 
Wow. Yeah, isn't that like crazy? This is fun facts though. I know, but like that's more like a real fact. But that's like a very interesting fact. Like I saw that and I was like, that's an interesting fact. That's more like deep and true fact that is I believe it. It sucks, but it's true. But do you guys want to know something that could maybe you're still a child? I don't know. Maybe not, but here's something that you can do to make your life better. A study done by, I think it was UPenn or another school in Pennsylvania found that when they did a study where they made students reduce their phone usage or social media usage just to 30 minutes, they were happier in just three weeks. That's awesome. So we should all use social media less, honestly. Yeah, it's toxic. Just log on, like our podcast, like my posts. (laughs) Subscribe. Subscribe on YouTube. But in that 30 minutes, do all that. Go to Slow Magic. Comment, like. Like everything. But Retweet. get off of there. After you do all that. After you do all that. No, but for real, I feel like social media is like something that we don't know everything about yet. And it's pretty new. And it's kind of scary, like what it can do to affect your mental health. And like, yeah, it really messes with my happiness. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it can and be star. good, but it's good to connect with people and all that. But they're just the the. Social media platforms are designed in a way that everyone knows this, but they're designed to keep you on there and like pull the life out of you, really. I mean, it's true. It's really true. I feel like we talked about this a little bit in our interview today, but yeah. That's true, we did. You're right. So let's see here. I really like those facts. I didn't like the last one because it sucks, but it's good to know and it's good to tell people these things. It's true. And it's honestly just kind of interesting that like everybody's on social media and it's all making us unhappy. But my favorite fact. Oh yeah. What's your favorite fact? Honestly, the Xbox one. That was a weird fact, right? I didn't know that at all. It was really cool. I honestly knew the Nintendo thing. I, I didn't know for sure about the cars, but yeah, you, I was looking up a fact, right? Oh yeah. What is your fact? Well, I thought that I knew the the meaning of Nintendo, and I I couldn't find it. But if you're out there and you know, like, the meaning behind the word Nintendo... Can you just log on to social media and let us know? Ask your parents first. You don't have to go on the social media. Just email us or whatever. (laughs) Go to our website. It's not social media. Yeah, there's nothing social about it. Slowmagic.cool slash podcast. Cool. Or no, sorry. Slowmagic.cool slash playdate. That's where you can, like, see our stuff. (laughs) something I've been into I this do week. want to know something you've been into. Sorry about sniffling. I feel like I'm getting allergies again. Okay, I'm breathing. I'm breathing. Okay, so good. this is something I've been into this week, and you probably have been into it too, I think, um, unless you were just pretending. But what I've been into is this show on Netflix called Love is Blind. Oh, that's a good one. And we just finished, like, the whole season, I guess. It's a crazy show it's like literally pretty crazy <laughs> and honestly netflix is so good at editing their shows that i can just been like they know how to binge watch create this disaster where they'll end something like right i don't know they're just good at cutting things like i feel like the it didn't follow any sort of like normal format where there was like something that happened something that happens and then it would be like the cliffhanger right before like I feel like they would have really intense things happen in the middle and then I don't know it's just new I don't even know how to explain it no they would like instead of the traditional reality tv show like cliffhanger at the end of the episode they would just stop 
like the episode in the middle <laughs> of an intense discussion. And then it's you true. have to keep watching. Like, okay. but, yeah, I need to know. But beyond that, the premise of the show is, or, whoa, back to the beginning. I just bumped the table, so I said, whoa. But the beginning, the, the idea of the show is like, these people, basically, we didn't think we liked the show until we Wait, watched it. Wait, tell them, because I just realized we have not even said what it's about. Yeah, it's about, that's what I'm doing. It's about people <laughs> who, like, go into these little pods and have dates without seeing each other ever. They just talk to the wall. It sounds literally crazy, and it is. But, like, we just got so into the characters and also kind of, like, cringed a bit at, like, the whole thing. Like, they get proposed to each other before ever meeting. Like, within 10 days' time or something? There's just something nice about a nice reality show, and I feel like Netflix is doing it well. And, like, there's a lot of funny fights and, like, really just, like, it's true. awkward, like, weird, alcoholic love in there <laughs> and honestly the one thing i do think is weird is that they had all these other characters that they never followed up on which is just kind of like why would they include them i guess yeah it was weird they just like dropped a bunch of people without ever even saying anything about without it without introducing them it's a good show if you're into like if you're on the fence about netflix as a reality show maker i feel like honestly there have been some good shows lately and that was a good one for sure the other one would be The Circle, and those are the only two we've seen. But. That might be one of the things I'm into another week. We'll oh, see. Oh, true. We'll find out. <laughs> what is something you've been into this week? Well, I've got a two-parter. Okay. But they're two very short ones. Cool. So my first one would be these new melatonin elderberry gummies from Ollie. Is that what it's called, the brand? I'm going to just say they're from Target, even though they're not. Well, the brand is Ollie, I think. And I just like that there's a combination of elderberry, which helps your immune system, and melatonin. Because if you're like me and you have trouble sleeping, you might find that melatonin really helps you. As it helps me. I used to think it didn't help me, but it really helps. So that's one thing. And getting eight hours of sleep, which is something I'm extremely foreign to. Yeah. Getting like sleep is so much, so good for a lot of things in life. Health and happiness. It's true. And I'm pretty terrible at sleeping, I would say. So... Me too. You are or I am? I am. Well, I'm bad at going to bed. Yeah, like, we're both <laughs> really bad at going to bed. But I feel like there's this misconception, and I feel like the music industry isn't good for it because they're always traveling and staying yeah, up. perpetuates it. But I feel like there's this misconception that, like, if you work hard, stay up all night working, don't worry about sleep till you're dead. It's like, that's really not how to be happy. There's a lot of science behind why that's messed up and, like... It's true. And one thing that when we're on tour, something that sometimes I tell myself to get through something is this is like terrible. I'm like, I'll sleep when I'm dead, which is awful. Yeah. It's so bad and it's so not true, but it's well, I've the said lie that I tell too, myself. A lot of times. That's such a thing that's ingrained in our society. Like success goes with not sleeping, but that's like stupid because successful people are healthy. Sleep. Yeah, they sleep. <laughs> Well, some aren't, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. What's your other thing? Is but that I just, yeah, that was one of them. The second one is this new hand sanitizing spray that we got at Whole Foods. That's this orange scent, and it smells so good. It smells great. I don't quite, it's like. It smells like orange peel to me. Yeah, it's really good. I don't know, but it smells like lighter than that. Like if you made a cartoon version of the scent of orange peel. Yeah, it's it's not so artificial, but sense. it smells like candy. It just smells candy. Really cute. Yeah, it smells nice. Oh, candy. It's like candy. That's the cartoon version of something. Yeah, I don't. I didn't know <laughs> like how a to cartoon like watermelon is uh, sour patch watermelon yeah. candy. <laughs> That's awesome. I have another small thing. 
Okay, I have a fact after that related to candy. Another fact. Okay, well, my small thing that I've been into this week, well, today, is the new Lil Uzi Vert song. Oh, true. That's a good song. It's, I want it that way. It's like Backstreet Boys. It's so good. I might just play a little bit right here, even if it gets copyrighted or whatever. True. It's just like the best song I've heard in a while. <laughs> it's really good. What's your fact about Candy? Wait, quickly, the other song that I like is that one, the Blink, Travis Barker, Blink-182, I don't remember. With well, it's uh, Goody Grace featuring Blink-182. Yeah, I like that song. It's a guilty pleasure. It's a very guilty pleasure, but I like it. But that's not my fun fact. My fun fact... It's called Scumbag. Oh, I don't like... I don't like that name. <laughs> well, I'm just letting people know. Okay, well, <laughs> just pretend it's called something prettier, like... And Goody, if you're, if you're listening, Goody, what's up? He knows. He's okay. a listener, I think. Sure. I agree. Okay. My fun fact, though, is that, you know when you smell, it's not smell, you taste something that's banana flavored? Yeah, like a runt or a Laffy Taffy. Yeah, you know, the two things that you probably never eat, because why would you? Ew, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the reason that flavor, like you eat it and you're like, what is this, even though you know it's banana, is because it was created to emulate a banana that we no longer eat, like a type of banana or like a flavor of banana. Like an outdated or yeah. like extinct banana? I don't know if it's Species? extinct. It's just like one that they don't really sell in stores. It was like replaced by... Better bananas? Yeah, like bananas that don't taste like whatever that's supposed to taste like. Is that the same case for cherry medicine? Because no, that gross. is gross. <laughs> or grape. Are you a grape person? I'd rather have grape than cherry. Really? Oh, me yeah. too. Actually, me too. Straight <laughs> up. I don't even know why I'm I, I surprised. I mean, grape can be weird, but... Would you rather have Hawaiian punch flavor, a cherry, or banana? I'd rather take none of those, but <laughs> I'd take banana out of those. Hawaiian punch is trash. Yeah, why? Is, it tastes like cleaning product every time. Or that weird lemon. Ugh, gross. I don't think they're drinking that punch in Hawaii. I, I just don't they, feel like they are. I feel like they just, like, were making... A flavor and they're like i think it this tastes, tastes like, like everything it. and the person's like i don't think this tastes very good and they're like no it's fine no it's a hawaiian thing <laughs> you wouldn't understand it's a true american flavor yeah i guess but this week <laughs> we listened to an amazing song by brackets and the song is called mouse pat and we are gonna play it now and then play our interview sounds good here it is
Um, I'm Brackett. Uh, I'm from uh, California and Chicago, uh, um, just intermittently. Uh, I'm 21, and I'm a music producer, and I, I make songs that you hopefully like. So when you say from both, were you born in between? Uh, I was yeah. I was born in California, but then when I was about 13, I moved to Chicago. Um, okay, nice. Yeah, and I'm currently actually back in California, but um, I connected with Chicago so much that like I consider it really my home because I don't resonate with California much, but like Chicago has been somewhere that I've always felt very connected to and stuff. So let's start off with our first question, um, which would be, well, first of all, we love your song. Yeah, we Oh really my God, thank you. It's amazing. Um, it was one song that really stood out to us. Like, I think you sent it pretty early. So yeah, we've been listening to that a lot. It's, just, um, it's really cool and just got like a very cool oh, feeling. Oh, thank you very much. I, uh... I sent it, the version that you guys have is like an unfinished version. So like hearing that especially like means a lot just because like it's, it's pretty much done. I just haven't done mixing and mastering, but like to hear you guys be like, this is great before it's even like a hundred percent finished is very nice. Um, could I ask you, what is the first thing you do when you start working on a song? So what do you usually start with? Particularly this one. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, so for this song, usually I start on chords um, just because I resonate with those a lot. And I found that that's the easiest thing for me to really get a sense of um, just because you have the whole key in there, you know, and it gives you a lot of melodic direction to work towards and rhythmic direction. Mm-hmm. But with this song, um, I mean, I started with the chords, but then, you know, that arp that you hear in the beginning, the, the dun 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 type. Um, yeah, I so I wrote the chords and then I had it on, on an arpeggiator, and then I basically just like took the speed and like with a calculator, kind of like did math division to figure out like the weird timing blips. But mostly it was it was still chords for this song too. So I'm really into the vocals here, and I was just gonna ask like if you could let us know more about. Those. Oh yeah. So actually, it's uh, hold on. Let me open up the the session right now. But the vocals are cool. um, not actually mine. They're from a sample pack, which I'm like I get why people don't like people using sample packs. But also for me, I think they can be a big source of inspiration as long as you're not using it as the entire source of your ideas. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's awesome. I'm like a huge fan of like splice and different sampling things. So I feel like I think sample packs are cool. Yeah, it's definitely like inspiration almost in it. Yeah, definitely. I didn't stand out to me as like a sample, if that makes sense. Yeah, thank you. Like and anytime on because this is this is a song off of the new album I'm working on. And like, there's there's at least one sample in each song, I would say, like, obviously, like, I don't know, there might be one or two songs that don't have samples, but there is one in each song. And it's like, when I was working on the songs, I tried really hard to make sure that the samples weren't things that were main focuses, or things that would really stand out just because like, I wanted to use the samples for effect, but I didn't want it to feel like I was just using a sample to carry the song, if that makes sense. 
Yeah, for sure. I feel like it fits in well. It doesn't like stand out as like it's taking over the song. But yeah, I was curious because I felt like they fit really well in there. I didn't know if it was Thank your you. voice or that's awesome. Yeah, I actually, um, so something that kind of relates to like the narrative of the song, because um, I had like an idea when I wrote it, um, was like a lot of the songs supposed to be kind of like how you feel when you're having a fight with somebody you love. You know what mm. I mean? Cool. And so that's where a lot of that, those vocal samples came from, where it's like she said focus, like, and things like that, where it's just like when you're talking to somebody and you're in a fight and it's just like, please listen to what I'm saying, you know? Yeah, it's got that emotion. Yeah, it's very relatable emotion that's like kind of heavy, but it's also like got some beautiful vibe. Like, I guess that's the love part. Yeah, 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 no, totally. It's like when you're when you're fighting with somebody you love, like you can be angry, but you're also like you're passionate just because you care so much, you know, and yeah. it means so much to you. And I, I was trying to kind of uh, capture that feeling, I guess, in the song. Was it inspired by anything in particular? Uh, yeah, I was. Um, well, OK, so I guess I'll get into kind of how I wrote the song because this relates to it. Cool. But I made the song um, basically while I was uh, on acid. Like I, I had done like four tabs and was with a friend. <laughs> and I made almost the whole song um, during that time. Like I was just sitting on my bed. But you, uh, sometimes... Like with the computer screen open? Yeah. Like, that's like so I impressive. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I just I brought my I brought my synthesizer and my laptop like on my bed, and then my friend was at my house, and we were just sitting on my bed, and I was just like working on it um, while they were hanging out and like asking them how they felt. But thank you. Um, but so you know, um, due to the way that substance can make you feel, I just started thinking a lot about the past and like relationships I've been in. And just feelings I've had about certain interactions or like these certain emotions that I felt during those interactions. And I was like, I want to channel this and get this out, you know? Because like, I'm sure you can relate, Magic, where like sometimes you have strong emotions or strong feelings. And then you want to write a song to convey those just so you can feel like you've got them out of your system, kind of. Totally. Yeah. I feel like emotions are. Do you do, Difficult. when you're making songs, do you do that? Well, I feel like a lot of making music for me, and I'm guessing a lot of people is trying to like make sense of emotions and maybe even not consciously sometimes, but it definitely comes out into the music. Yeah, totally. Like some, uh, like you won't mean to convey something, but then you'll hear it and you'll be like, oh, this, like from my own experience, I can feel like this is how I felt. Yeah. Also, sorry for making a making a rift. I'm causing marital problems. No, oh, no. I just never hear about like the emotional side of your song making process. So well, it's I put very it in cool to I don't know to know that you are so like upfront with your emotions and the song, and I just never hear about it. I just you, hide, which is so weird, actually. I just hide mine in the songs. Yeah, it's like kind of <laughs> peculiar now that like you say that. I'm like, wait a sec. I never oh, thank think you, about thank it. you. But do you have a part of do you have a part of the song that's your favorite? Hmm. Um, 
I one part that I'm really proud of is the transition um, out of the first chorus, where just like just the way the reverb builds um, out of the first chorus, and then like I don't like the clipping, but that's part of the mixing that I'm trying to fix. But just the way like it slowly builds, and you kind of don't notice that the reverb wash is coming in until it's already kind of in there. And then nice. the texture that that sound has afterwards, I'm a big fan of. Um, nice. Yeah, that's something that when I listen to the song, I'm always like, oh, that sounds good. Like, that sounds, like, perfect. You know, when you're listening to a song and you're like, oh, that's, uh, that part sounds like I'm disconnected from me making that. Yeah, it's like a magical thing. <laughs> I feel yeah. like... Um, I think you're being a little too hard on yourself. Like I, I thought the song sounded super well mixed and I did finalized. Too. So I feel like we we got different songs from the one you're talking about. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it sounds so good. So oh, thank you guys so much. That means a ton. But I can relate being my own worst critic. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's it's sick. So yeah, I guess I have a question that is kind of annoying, <laughs> or at least I feel. Oh, I love it. Go for it. Focusing want- on this can be annoying for me. But what genre would you say this song is? If you oh, had you to. Were, you weren't kidding when you said you had an annoying question. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just being, an, no, I'm just for being sure. a jerk. Um, that's, that's something I've been thinking about personally a lot with this project is what kind of genre. Because, you know, um, the intro is very, like, kind of flume uh, It's it's I, I guess I've been calling it Australian dance music. Nice. ADM. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like um the you know, uh what what's the what's the late future classic type sound? Yeah. Okay, um, cool. But then the second half is is something that I don't really know. And it's kinda like I guess if Blink 182 worked with Skrillex a little bit. Sick. Like not that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Not to not to uh hype myself up. Like I don't I don't mean it that way, but yeah. No, I think that's a very good picture to paint. (laughs) Thank you. I think that potential Skrillex Blink collab could be in the future, the way things have been going lately. It it really should be. It (laughs) really, uh, I think Blink 182 and Skrillex making a song together would be the revivals that both of their careers need. Yeah, it makes so much sense. Get get Tom back in the mix. Definitely. (laughs) You couldn't do it without. Do it for Skrillex. It's got to be about aliens, too. Oh, yeah. True. That makes so much, so sense. much sense. Works on so many Maybe levels. just Skrillex can replace Matt Skiba as the new True. Tom. True. <laughs> but he's, also add Tom back. <laughs> he's, he's the new member. That would be amazing. All right. Let's write, let's write some emails um, to <laughs> them. So, um, As a creative person, how do you overcome any blocks that you have? Oh, that's rough. I, I suffer cr- with creative block very regularly. Um, like, I, I very often will become uninspired to write music. And one thing that I think is a really great way to combat that is spending time with good people. Totally. Like, nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of the time I'll come back from, you know, hanging out with good friends of mine or people that I really love and... I feel like that a lot of the time will get me inspired. Either that or just scaring myself into productivity where like I'll 
one thing I do a lot is I'll listen to uh, Say My Name by Porter Robinson because he made that song when he was like 16. And a part of me will hear that and I'll listen to that song and I'll be like, oh my God, no, what am I doing? Like, I'm 21. I really need to like step up my game and kind of get on it, you know? I don't think you need to put that much pressure on yourself. But I can relate. I think like it's motivation sometimes when someone's, does something really well. Yeah, I don't I don't normally like putting that kind of pressure on me cuz I agree. I agree with what you say. Like I I shouldn't put that kind of pressure to be famous at like 16 on myself. But also it's just a good way of kind of tricking my brain into being productive and convinced to work, you know what I mean? Nice. Yeah, I really like what you said about spending time with quality people cuz personally I, sometimes I'm looking for like a mathematical answer to like, why am I stuck on music? But that's such a good answer because just being around people is so good for you. Yeah, hundred percent. And it's, it's uh, easy to forget that too, you know? Yeah, it really is. Yeah. You, uh, you know, you get stuck in that kind of pit of uh, being by yourself and you, you convince yourself that like, ah, this is fine. Like, there's no problem with me being alone all the time every day. And uh, once you spend time with people, you really realize how important that connection can be. Which is, uh, it's one of the songs on the album I'm most proud of. And I think it speaks a lot to what I was saying. Like, obviously, I didn't have this in my mind when I brought it up. But like, I do feel like having a friend with me who I really trust and is close to me being there when I wrote the song really did have an effect on it and how like, motivated i felt to write at that moment that's awesome thank you um what is one thing that you've been into recently and it doesn't have to be music related just anything in the world oh yeah no that's a good question i'm glad you asked that that's fun (laughs) um so something i i've been playing a lot of monster hunter um just because i got a lot i got too much free time at the moment (laughs) <laughs> so I've been playing a lot of Monster Hunter and uh, like a lot of RPGs that are very stat intensive, which I'm usually not a fan of, but I think I'm kind of forcing myself to do it. Like I'm not intentionally, but sometimes I'll find functions in games that I really don't enjoy and I'll force myself to like learn how to make potions or learn how like stat boosts work. And I think that's good because it helps me figure out how to do math faster and think about logical things like that, which helps with music in the long term, if that makes sense. Yeah. Is that like on the Switch, the Monster Hunter? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Generations. Nice. Yeah, I've I've played a little Monster Hunter. I can't like get, I don't get the gameplay yet, but I do understand that like progress of like some specific games, like where you do boost your numbers slowly. It's a really rewarding process. Yeah, yeah, and it's I I've been talking with a friend about this too, which is unrelated to music but is something I think is interesting or I guess it's related to music but not the sonics of music is just it's really interesting how like Twitter and social media has kind of become this weird kind of idol game if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Where people are just like trying to raise numbers and are working on getting higher stats for uh followers and things like that and i think it's something that's kind of connected 
in a way. It's, yeah, it's also terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty oh. depressing. But yeah, I know what you're saying. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like, give me those good hell numbers. They make my brain feel good. Like, <laughs> love to get all like, my validation from the internet. It's a it's a scary place. The internet with the social media and the numbers. <laughs> yeah, and I sound I, like an old man. <laughs> no, I, me too. I mean, I'm 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 younger than you, and I'm also saying the old man stuff. So, like, I hundred percent agree. But yeah, I think I think. I got off Twitter recently. I deleted all my social media. So now that I'm thinking about it, that might be a reason I've gotten into all these number heavy games is just I need something to like fill up that ticking counter thing in my brain. You need like a fix? Yeah, 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 exactly. (laughs) God, give me the numbers, please. (laughs) Well, I don't know if you're like a fan of Animal Crossing, but I'm stoked for the new one because that's like the most relaxing game and there's a lot of progress in that yeah i cannot wait and the animal crossing music has like uh, getting back to music the music in animal crossing has always been so well written and composed and good it's it's i've been playing the animal crossing for the gamecube a lot recently because i recently redug out my gamecube and i i don't know i think a lot of me has been getting inspiration from that because i've been using a lot more kind of like midi type keyboards and little cute plunky sounds that i feel like are very animal crossing that's awesome yeah would you would you say you have a favorite hour of the game that's like one of your favorite songs oh probably 11 p.m i think is the one that's one that's like just very very chill feel good music Mm. i'm looking it up right now we can drop it into the interview here yeah yeah that'd be perfect Just a little for Nintendo not to find it, but... Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. You got to be careful with those Nintendo copyrights. That reminds me also of 1AM, which is like hauntingly beautiful for a video game. Oh, yeah. Wait, hold on. I'm going to look that up just so I can know what you're talking about. I guess the winter ones are different. Mm. So do you have a season? Do you like it in the winter time or the... Oh, 1 a.m. is beautiful. And as far as seasons in Animal Crossing go, uh, unrelated to the music, but I really like fall just because of how mm-hmm. like all of the art style in Animal Crossing is so distinct and like very pop art to me. And mm-hmm. during fall it's just all the leaves being orange and red with those like textures and that composition is just so nice to me i love that i can't wait for the new game like with all the (laughs) actual hd graphics it's gonna be like i'm gonna bankrupt myself i'm gonna i'm gonna go into debt to get the new one and then i'm not gonna work for the next (laughs) three months or yeah or like socialize or just oh yeah who needs real friends I know, we've got animals. (laughs) You can come visit our islands, though. That's, like, something we're going to have. So we might just turn this into an Animal Crossing podcast. That's your dream. (laughs) Oh, my God, absolutely. No, please. We got to make a village together. Hell, yeah. (laughs) Well, we'll we'll trade friend codes after this. Um, So I have a question not related to animals (laughs) in your town. Um, What is a song that you think everyone should go and listen to right now? Ooh, that's a good question. That's a good question. I have I have two. Is that okay? Yes. 
Okay, because I want to I wanna do one that's like a song that I've been listening to a bunch, but then I also want to do one that's like somebody I think that deserves more credit. So the first one is Fantasia by Roy Blair. Have you heard that? It's, in, it's really incredible. It's, um, so Roy Blair is this alternative rock kind of singer-songwriter, and he put out an album last year or two years ago that kind of blew up. Like it, it just got randomly popular and it was really cool, but he was just like a guitar singer songwriter. And then he put out this new project called graffiti and it's, he switched entirely to like new age dance music and club tunes and house. Oh, nice. Yeah. And Fantasia is like this six minute song. That's just an entire house song, but it's like a, it's honestly like a house epic. Like, it's a house song with like eight different movements that change BPM and is really just kind of mind blowing to me. Nice. We'll drop a little snippet of that right here. And awesome. And is there another one you said? Yeah. Um, that would be um, Pop Up by Foley. Uh, okay. She's an experimental. Uh, jazz and electronic artist who I'm a huge fan of um, and her new her new EP which goes by the same name pop-up is just really incredible like it's super high production value really intricate but she's not popular at all so it's really surprising nice I think I've heard some of her music so we'll drop that in too Great, cool. yeah. Those are those are two songs that have been giving me a lot of inspiration lately. Nice. nice. And if there is something you want to plug, what would it be? Um, probably. I don't. Uh, I recently got off of Twitter, so I would probably just say my Instagram and my um, SoundCloud, which my Instagram is at Bracket Songs, and my SoundCloud is Brackets. Uh, soundcloud.com slash brackets and um oh wait there was something i just thought about that I <laughs> yeah that's right i'm working on an album um nice. and it'll it'll be out on itunes and spotify and all major distribution platforms and uh you can find me on all of those as brackets when that comes out which should be in a month or two so the track we covered on Today's episode, Mouse Pat, is going to be on your new album. So awesome. This is a little taste into what your album is going to be like. Oh, thank you. That's so nice. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. So thank you to Brackets for sending your song in. It was so much fun talking to you. And we just really, truly loved listening to your song. Yeah, like we said in the interview, your song stood out immediately. So we're so stoked to be putting it out there early, I guess. This is an, an exclusive podcast, exclusive listen. Yes. <laughs> so speaking of the song. But can I just say that the start of that song is just so powerful to me? Yeah. Like when it starts, I'm like, I just feel, it makes me feel so good. It's one of those songs where you instantly feel like the mood. Yeah, it's so true. But yeah. Uh, it's it's a rare it's a rare one and we're really excited to be featuring it so yes. <laughs> um let's see so let's talk about 
our playlist section, which is where we pick a song that would go before and after this in our dream playlist. It's going to be called Playlisted is our section. Unless hashtag, you don't like it. Pl- wait, no, no hashtags. Yeah. Playlisted. playlisted. <gasps> nice, Jinx. Okay, so do you want to go first? You go first. All right, so I don't have any specific songs. Neither do I, so we're good. But I feel like I had like some specific artists and ideas. So, All right. and maybe we have similar ones. I'm afraid, Who knows? yeah. I'm always get afraid of this, but I'm so excited. Okay. Can I guess one of yours later? No, okay, so. No, no, no. <laughs> this is just like the mood of the song. I don't think it has to do with anything else. And like, we're not trying to make genre specific things, but my playlist would have first a song by Missing No. Oh, that's so good. I don't know what song, but if you know Missing No, I feel like they captured that, like, happy dark. So far, dark. I feel like we're, like, making, like, a whole genre of this feeling right now. Not genre. Oh, we are genreing, but you know what? <clears throat> Not genre, but would you say the mood of this track is happy dark? Yeah. Because I like that. Kind of like I like happy sad. I like contrasts. It's true. And I just am, like, kind of into the dark songs, don't you think? You are, Yeah. And I am too, but like I yeah. feel like I lean on the happy side. It's true, you do. But this has a perfect balance of happy dark, which is like not dark in like a you know like bad way, but almost like night. I don't think dark is bad. I mean, sometimes dark to me has a negative like, connotation. That's true. Like if but, it's like too hot topicy. Yeah, or just like dark, like your energy is dark. Oh, true. But like, <laughs> true. Like a dark. More time. like the absence of light, or like nighttime like vibes, yeah. like burial. Yeah, I love. But so a song by Missing No and then Mouse Pat. And then after I would put, and this is like, could be two artists. It could be Young Lean or Young Good. Oh, that's mine. That's my first one. I bet you have a specific though. I don't. I would just use your specific song. Oh, oh well, <laughs> I don't have a specific song. How about my partner? Well, let me, yeah, that was mine. So, I mean. Was it really? No, no, no. I'm saying that's my playlist. I was going to say, can I guess what yours would have been? Yeah. The Jacques Green. No, but I I was going to do Jacques Green, but then I decided not to. Remix by Young Good. No, mine was just, oh, that's so good. I wish I had that. Oh, I feel bad now. You can use it now. The VIP remix. No. That was what I had in mind for you. (laughs) I'm not going to do that because I'm just going to do general, broad, Young Good as the first one. Our, and then we, let's just say this was one big long playlist. It would start with Missing No, go into Mouse Pat, then go into Young Good, and then go back into Mouse Pat and finish <laughs> with uh, Shlomo. Oh, nice. Yeah. No and specific song. Young Good producer for Young Lean. Yeah. If you don't know. But yeah, I like that. Let's make a real playlist. This is good. But can we do the repeat where we do one mouse pad, another mouse pad, another? Yeah. Well, it's not out yet, but like, let's get those streams up. Yeah. Brackets. Release this soon so we can put the streams up. And into our playlist. And in our playlist. But so anyway, I like that. We're having, we've got a good mood playlist. Yeah. I want to listen to it right now, actually. I like all this. Like, we could put Burial in there. Yeah. Ooh, Burial. Now I'm like, my mind's going. That's good, though. So, speaking of moods, why don't we go to our next section, True. which is hashtag mood. Hashtag mood. Mood. Mood? Mood. <laughs> okay, so... Actually, this one could be hashtag moon. What's yours? Mine is... Wait, well, this is the section. <laughs> We're so, like, sectioned out. This is the part where we talk about what a scenario we imagine 
Yeah. Would be perfect for listening to this song. Okay, so I've got a slash one. So it could be this or this. My first part of this is it could be like the soundtrack to a fashion show. Mm. Right? You could totally see it. The second one would be like the song, especially like the second half of a song, like in a brand book video. Mm. Because it just has that like cool mood that's like, I don't know. Even I'd say it's kind of classy then, like in that way. Yeah, it's like very cool. I don't know. Like a, a, a brand, cool. like a, yeah. a fashion brand, not yeah. like, that's cool. What about you? So I picture it like you're in a parking garage at night and there's like some cool lighting in there and you're just like chilling and you're just like running through the parking garage. <laughs> I don't know. I just picture that. I feel you. When I hear this song. Like, do you picture it like um, Fast and the Furious? Running. Well, like, you could be running your car. No, running your feet. But, like, I don't know. <laughs> I have a, like, strange connection with parking garages. I do like you? the... Yeah, I mean, we even shot album artwork in That's one true. For girls. Park- yeah, that's true. Running through... On I top of it, now. I totally but see it. I don't know. I, I have a strange, like, affinity. Is that the word for this? With parking garages. Not like in a scary way, because sometimes parking garages they can be scary, scary, but like that's kind of why I feel like the dark part. It's like, oh, yeah, it's like mischievous. Yeah, and I like feel like there's a. I've, I like the unnatural light at night in the parking true, garages. True. It can make for some cool like vibes. <laughs> but yeah, so that's my mood. I guess we didn't talk about the song that much, but I wanted to mention like I really like the guitars in there. That's the part where the fashion brand book would go mm-hmm. in it. I think that's like such a nice juxtaposition between like the first part and then it just like goes into the guitars and you're like, I don't know, it makes it very down to earth. Yeah, I'm really excited to hear more from this album. Me too. This is just track three. But thanks, Brackets, for being on here. Yeah, thank you so much. Awesome. So now we are at the point of this show where we answer some questions by you guys. So this week's question is from Kayla Schmela, and she's one of our uh, patrons. She's actually a Magic VIP. Shout it out to her right now. Yeah, and her question is, if you could envision yourself in a world where you choose a career outside of music, what would you be doing? Okay, so do you want me to start? Yeah, you start. Okay, I don't know why, but this is my only answer ever. Because <laughs> I, I sometimes like imagine this for myself. Really? Yeah. I don't I even like, know what you're trying to say. I'm very interested. I feel like I talk about it. I would be a barista at Starbucks. Wait, really? That would be <laughs> No, your... that's not my like dream career outside of music, but that's what I always picture myself doing if I didn't do this. But should I answer like a dream that I would rather yeah, like, where not you... rather be doing, but <laughs> like where where do you actually see yourself? I know you do not see yourself long term being a barista at Starbucks. No. Well, there's anything wrong with that, just I just don't think that you'd be happy there. Honestly, like, if I didn't make music, I feel like I almost went into this other path, which would have been, like, film and movie or, like, video in some way. I feel like you kind of dip into that already. Yeah, I I like doing that. And when I was younger, I liked it even more than music, maybe. When I was, like, pretty young, I love making videos and movies and weird Mm -hmm. stuff. And, like, I almost went to college for it. I just didn't have good enough grades to get into the good school, so... I mean, I, I think that I would have gone into that, but eventually ended up on music because I feel like I realized that music is the best for me to incorporate all of those things, like visual and audio, into one. Mm-hmm. But 
movies are too. Like movies and audio really go hand in hand. So yeah, I'd be making movies. Cool. At I, Starbucks. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Starbucks commercials. You'd be making basically TikToks with yeah. Starbucks orders. Yeah, I think nowadays if you go to film school, they just teach you how to make TikToks. It's true. And Starbucks. Starbucks orders. Vines, bites. Vines. Okay. Mine, and this would probably, this is really obvious to me, but I went to school, went to Parsons for communication and web design or whatever. So I think I would be doing fashion magazine related things. Mm -hmm. That's just what I would be doing. Well, yeah, I mean, not everyone might know that. Yeah. You went to school for design and. Yeah, and I would probably be doing that, but I don't know. But you do a lot of design. Yeah, work I do a lot for of me design and for, for us. Like, but I'd be more fashion based. I would. Think. Yeah. Or like styling. I like styling things. I like making. And I like coming up with concepts. I'm a thinker, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I think it's interesting though because I feel like maybe you weren't planning on being in the music industry. No, I actually like was very much not into the music scene. I thought it was. I don't know. You didn't like music. No, I love music. I just wouldn't, I never thought I'd be a part of it. It seems like a really toxic place. Yeah, well, no, but I guess the point is, like, we both kind of landed on this music thing, and it's, like, it's fun because we can incorporate, like... Yeah, so to say, we both do practice those Like, we things. do make, we make our own merch, we make videos, we make, we make everything. We make a lot of videos. And, and I, I really like, like making videos, too. I, yeah. We have that in common. You used to make movies and videos as... Younger too. Yeah, we have like a whole plethora of embarrassing videos that we can show each other. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so. <laughs> that was funny. I had an awkward laugh. But anyway, <laughs> I guess the point is like, I feel like it's really fun that we can put all of our different weird talents into one thing sometimes. Yeah. But yeah. It's true. But so thank you so much, Kayla, for asking us that question this week. Shout out to all our patrons and our imaginary friends. So. Yeah, if you want to join our Patreon, you can ask us questions too, as well as get so many other cool benefits, such as joining us on our Discord, which is our 24-hour group chat. We've been, like, having such a blast in there. Yeah, we, we like, say good morning. Someone's always there to say good morning, and at night, people say good. It's just they're, nice. They're always there to tuck us in at night. I like virtually. that. Virtually. I no. like that. <laughs> no, I love it. And we've been sharing, like, weird, like... I wouldn't say weird, but we've been sharing, like, everything on there, like, mu music recommendations, video games. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday to Bud's Beats. Happy birthday. But, so, we want to shout out some very special patrons. These are our Magic VIPs. So, I'm going to start by thanking Aerodynamatic. And I'm going to thank Lightwaves. Neil. Anderson Pierce. Static. Lex Gabardine. Hartwood. Matthew Callas. Manny Batista. And Kayla Smith. You guys are awesome. And all of our patrons are awesome. But these ones are the awesomest ever. So, yeah, if you want to join, go to slow Ma Wait, go to patreon.com slash slowmagic. And I'm actually dropping some unreleased tracks this month. Some stuff people have been asking about. And I'm going to put some really rare stems on there for the producers and just people who want to listen to one part of my song. At a time. And yes, it's so Wait, much what fun. what did you release last month? Last month I put out the Blink-182 bootleg remix that I did of all the small things. I put up a video that breaks down the podcast theme song from this 
podcast. Okay, from this very podcast. Yeah, that's true. I should have mentioned that. And we put out a, a download of that song in full, the extended version. So there's so much to talk about, but you can just go check it out. You can go yes. see see the different tiers now. Slow Magic is the slash, <laughs> it is patreon.com slash slow magic. We'll have a link to that something. Show notes. Yeah. So awesome. This is our show. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. And if you like our podcast. Which you do if you're listening now. Yeah. It would be so helpful and nice if you would please subscribe and rate our podcast. And let us know on Twitter and Instagram if you listened. Uh, Maybe post a story of. Yeah, we love that. Post a story of you're listening to it on Spotify or wherever you listen to it and just tag us but we are so excited to be sharing this weekly with you play pals and it's been so fun and we love our play pals you guys are the best play pals you're the best play pals pals. you're the best play play pals I can't say that we're getting used to it play pals so I guess that's goodbye bye play pals see you next week we love you